0: Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm editor Candice Gibson, joined as always by my favorite staff writer, Josh Clark. Favorite, huh? Favorite. Thanks, Candace, And that's because you gave me this adorable, jaunty little tri-cornered hat mm-hmm. that I've been wearing like it's my job well, for the just, past three days. You look days. cute as a
1: button in it. Thank you. Very nice. Thank very you. Nice.
0: Once I get the white powdered wig, I'll really be making a statement.
1: You might want to shy away from the white powdered wig. It's really tough to pull one of those off.
0: Well, and it would be a shame to cover my natural red hair.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you who could pull off a white powdered wig like nobody else in history. Paul Revere,
0: ah, the silversmith. I have one of his teapots at home.
1: Yeah, um, he, do you really?
0: I mean, I don't really think he made it. It's oh, okay. Paul Revere's I was say, Wow,
1: <laughs> you should look into selling that on eBay. Hello, Antiques Roadshow. Exactly. Yeah. So, you, do you know much about Paul Revere? I mean, he's a pretty awesome dude.
0: I do, but I know how much you adore him. So, why don't you introduce him to everyone? Well,
1: but basically, Paul Revere, like you said, he was a silversmith. He he was also a uh, known to be a pretty reliable courier. In colonial America, uh, he lived in Boston, and, uh, he was also a patriot, uh, in the eyes of the British, he was a rebel patriot, right? Um, so they actually had people follow him around wherever he went, because they figured it, wherever Revere was going, he probably had some sort of secret information or whatever. And that's actually, uh, a pretty good move on the, on the part of the British, because he was basically running secrets throughout the colony he could ride a horse like he would not believe he could get from here to there in no time flat um and he became kind of famous for that right he did he he was immortalized actually by uh henry Wadsworth longfellow am i pronouncing Wardsworth? Wadsworth?
0: wadsworth wadsworth
1: so uh he wrote a poem called the the midnight ride of paul revere and this is where we get like all of our facts about paul revere right you know the uh, the british are coming the british are coming uh the whole uh, one if by land two if by sea you know all this stuff actually does have basis in fact like longfellow didn't make this up so um, basically what happened was the the in the colonies in 1775 this was uh april uh, 1775 um their tensions were a little high, you know. British troops were being quartered in people's houses against their will, which you realize it, it'd be like if the U.S. Army said, Hey, this this platoon's going to stay in your house and you need to feed them and put them up. And it really doesn't matter whether you like it or not, right? Yeah.
0: And what's worse is, you know, the cry of no taxation without representation. The colonists didn't really have a voice. No, and while they still were identified as British, you know, the British didn't even really call them British. They called them provincials and Peasants and... Hicks. Hicks and Yankees and... Yes. So they were pretty irritated.
1: They, they definitely were. And it wasn't just the name calling. There was a lot of yeah. abuse uh, <laughs> that was going on. Uh, at the very least, the colonists felt abused, right? Right. So tensions are really... Re- this. The America, the colonies were like a powder keg by April 1775. And
0: speaking of powder kegs, they'd been getting their supplies together just in case. Mm-hmm. They weren't exactly on the brink of war, but they knew that it might be coming.
1: Right. They were prepared.
0: They were prepared. So
1: they had a few stores here or there. They
0: did. And... Uh,
1: they did. They had, they had stores located here, their arsenals, I guess you could say, in, uh, what was it, Concord? Concord. Basically, like you said, they were preparing for the worst, didn't know what was going on. Finally, they get some information.
0: And this was kind of scandalous because it was given anonymously, supposedly. Joseph Warren was the guy who got the tidbit, and mm-hmm. it may have come from a British general's wife. Which
1: you have to wonder, I mean, what exactly was her husband doing to tick her off that badge, you know?
0: I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't get her the latest Paul Revere teapot that she wanted. Maybe for her so. these are
1: hot items, as you will find out on Antiques Roadshow. Um, so, so, yeah, they get a tip that the, the British are actually going to come. They're going to arrest, um, brewer slash patriot Sam Adams. They were also going to arrest insurance salesman slash large signatory John <gasps> Hancock. And, and they s- were going to raid these stores, in these Concord. arsenals. Yeah. Right. Um, and, Like you said, we don't know where the information came from, but it was timely. The problem is, is this was a a time when a a newspaper, when you got your hands on it, it could be several weeks old. You know, when it was printed just, you know, several miles up the road.
0: And here at the Works office, if we want to get news out, someone tells me, because I just blab it everywhere.
1: (laughs) But in the case
0: of the Patriots, they were like, "Mm, who's our man? Paul Revere. Yeah,
1: because they, to communicate, you had to go see somebody and speak face-to-face, basically, if you wanted to do it quickly. Um, so, yeah, of course they look at Revere. And uh, they put him on a horse, and he is to ride from Boston to Lexington. And it's like a 13-mile ride. Paul Revere did it in two hours flat. Uh, and this includes stopping to warn people in towns along the way. He stopped in Charlestown and, uh, had the local sexton put up two lamps, uh, because the British were coming by sea. Um, and he also did rail, uh, um, or he did alert everybody that the British are coming, the British are coming. Although there's a discrepancy with that. He didn't actually say the British are coming because, like you said, the colonists Everyone's were identified fresh. as British. So he said probably something like the regulars are coming, the regulars are coming. Uh, and he also crossed Massachusetts Bay in a rowboat so within two hours he did all this stuff and he got word to uh sam adams and john hancock um and they were allowed to basically raise the the militias who had just been sitting silently quietly opposing uh, basically as as these uh, the peasantry the yankees uh to prepare for the british invasion that, that eventually came so basically um the whole thing led to the shot heard around the world. Uh, which uh, took place on Lexington Green, uh, where uh, it turns out the British fired on this militia. But I, I guess they missed or something like that. That was a shot heard around the world. The actual first fatal shots took place about an hour later as the militia was dispersing. Apparently, the British started shooting them in the backs, which is a one really good way to start a war. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So, I guess the my 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 question is 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 I need you to reinforce my confidence in the fact that Paul Revere totally and completely saved the day. Had it not been for his ride and his alone, he we 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 would have lost to the British before the war even started. Fact fiction. Give it to me.
0: I hate to disappoint you. No, don't don't then. It's fiction. <laughs> I mean, he really did ride. That part is true. Okay, good. But Henry Wadsworth, gosh, it's it's like catching. Wadsworth, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. <laughs> um, his poem really immortalized Paul Revere, like you said, but he was using an artistic license. He essentially... So he
1: was lying is what
0: you're saying. Well, he wasn't lying per se, but there were actually two other men. On the Midnight Ride. No. And he painted Paul Revere to be the real hero of the evening. And there are a couple of theories behind this. One of which is that the other two men, William Dawes and Samuel Prescott, he couldn't rhyme as easily with their names. So some people said that he took the easy way out as a poet, wow. and he chose Revere. You know, fear, near, seer. Cheer. Clear. Cheer, that's a good one. Thanks. And I'm glad you said cheer, because the whole point of Longfellow's poem is, was to raise patriotism. He never said it was accurate. He said it was supposed to inspire people to do the right American thing.
1: And boy does it.
0: Indeed. Well, the other theory behind it is that Paul Revere was so well known for his politics and his aforementioned courier skills that he was the natural one to popularize within this work of fiction. But so these other two men on the ride, you may be interested to know that one of them didn't finish the ride, but one of them was actually the only one of the three who did. Even Paul Revere got cornered in the end. Samuel Prescott was the only one to finish the famed Midnight Ride. Wow. I know. So here is the lowdown on these guys. Let's see. Okay, so William Dawes, he was a bit of a courier, too. He wasn't as, you know, he wasn't like the Paris Hilton of couriers like Paul Revere was, but he was pretty good at what he could do. And what's more, he wasn't as well-known, so he was less likely to be recognized by the British guards that were posted around the roads. And he was a heck of an actor. So if he were pulled over, well, pulled over, I guess he could pull over a horse. If he were stopped by one of the guards, he was known to feign drunkenness or ignorance or belligerence. Or something to get off and show that he was, you know, just one of the provincials out on a silly late night job. That kind of
1: method still works to this day. Just act drunk when you're pulled over. It works like a charm.
0: Anyway, so he started out from uh, Roxbury and Cambridge. And he was going to meet Paul Revere in Lexington, and he went by land. Paul Revere went by sea, which essentially meant, like you've already explained, he crossed the bay, and then he got a horse, and he went on land en route to Lexington, too. And that's where he met up with Dawes. Well, after they were able to alert John Hancock and Samuel Adams, they still had the business of dealing with all the weapons in Concord.
1: Which is what they think the British were ultimately after anyway, right?
0: Right, right. They were less interested in the two-figure they wanted the weapons. So they started on their way to Concord, and that's when they met up with Samuel Prescott, who was a local doctor, and he was coming back from visiting his fiance. And he said, you know what? I'm a local. I know the lay of the land. Let me help you. So they all went together. But then they ran into the British guards, and there was, you know... A a bit of a scuffle, and in the midst of the fisticuffs, uh, Revere got cornered, and then Dawes got thrown from his horse, but Prescott made off, and he was able to make it to Concord and let everyone know, save the supplies. And what's really funny is that in the midst of that scuffle, Revere was telling the troops, you know, go ahead just try to capture me everyone's on their way to fight you and the militia men were practicing their shots in the distance Mm -hmm. and so his bluff really worked they essentially let him go but by then it was too late for him really you know to make a difference
1: okay so Paul Revere chopped liver or no?
0: In my book, Still a Hero. Okay,
1: so my worldview doesn't have to be shaken.
0: You can hold on to it, but you're going to have to make a little bit more room for William Dawes and Samuel Prescott.
1: I will, I will. I'll work on that. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, anyway, if you want to learn even more about these revolutionary war heroes, you can read Who Were the Other Two Men on Paul Revere's Midnight Ride on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com.